Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back. We got another episode of The Strange Road for you. I'm your host, Mikey. And of course, as always, we got Bub the Bro Host always hanging out. And tonight, we got a full house in Master Control. We got Stoner and Disbro helping out, making everything look and sound great as usual. We got Rolo. And the prodigal son returns. Right. We have Rolo back in studio. Right. We had to coax him out from his lair. He was laying on the beanbag chair. We're like, buddy, come on, man. We got a lower third for you probably and a bed and everything. Like The lower third's covering Rolo. There he is. Hey, he's a good boy. He just oh. brings a good energy in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's been hanging out all afternoon. Uh, but I haven't been bringing him on because my wife's off on Wednesdays on when we do Strange Happenings. So she, he just stays at home with her. Instead of him bothering us. and He just sits at home. He's like, those guys weren't paying me in milk bones anyways. No, no not at all. Right? Oh, man. Just leave me at home. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, guys, we got some announcements. I uh, want to talk about Frogman Fest. We're going to yeah. be at Frogman Fest March 2nd in Loveland, Ohio at the Oasis Conference Center. Get your tickets now in advance. We're going to be out there uh, helping out in the AV room, and we have a booth yep. this year. So come and hang out. Bubble talk Say your ear off. Yeah, you know that. For We're going fact. to talk. I would love to hear some stories. Say <laughs> hi. Yep, would love to meet some people. Absolutely. And as always, you guys can find us at the Strange Road on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. The Facebook group is rocking and rolling. Uh, if you're watching, we appreciate all of you guys. Hit that like button right here, right now, and also share this video if you enjoy it. And uh, make sure you hit that notification bell, yeah. big time. Uh, make Helps. sure you keep up to date on everything we got cooking. And also Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Keep writing those reviews. We've uh, we've been asking, and you guys have been uh, helping been us out. Some. Yeah, and we've been seeing them. So appreciate yeah. all of you. Um, we've got an awesome. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. I think yeah. that covers all the. Uh, mentionables yeah and everybody in uh the chat everybody watching tonight we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you uh this is gonna be a, we got a great episode tonight we do we have an, another returning guest from pretty fairly early on yeah uh i say we bring on our guest for tonight please right, well, welcome back to the show one of our all-time favorite people sound healer author artist and singer songwriter amel lovia michael amel welcome back how <laughs> are you what's up hi guys i'm <laughs> um, good it's so nice to see you and to be here with you all absolutely we've been waiting to do this yeah. and you know we we kind of been messaging back and forth again on whatsapp uh you're currently still in costa rica and uh, we want to talk about a lot of things tonight but just as a refresher maybe some of you guys are are maybe new fans of, this, of, right. of the right. content and uh haven't gotten a chance to go all the way back to episode 15 can you believe that amal yeah time flies <laughs> um you guys have been doing some great work, some awesome episodes, and I'm just so excited to be here again with you all. Yes. Heck yes. Emel's what we call a returning champ, right? She's on her own strange journey, and I love it. Yeah. Because, like, for me, it's just like, I want to check in. I want to see what's happening. I want to, you're going to possibly, you know, be that charge for me to go, okay, I need to do this or that. And and I will tell everybody that's a good point bringing that up because it feels like watch out if you're listening to this. Just yeah. caution, you know, <laughs> you might end up like getting a wild idea to go start a hot air balloon ride company. You never know. Yeah, exactly. I might join a circus. You never know. 
But I know after the sound de- demonstration you did when you were on our show, episode 15, it really blasted something completely loose in this studio and, and in our heads and, and minds. And I, I think after that. that, we really started locking in. And uh, yeah, you're not the wrong. next, you know, 12 months, um, we've, you know, tried to keep the train on the tracks. And I feel like that was one of the moments where you're like, wow, that was really powerful. Yeah. And that was... But it is Incredible. interesting too. It feels like we're time traveling because we have had, you know, your your returning guests. We've had a couple other ones on, and and it's just kind of like, oh hey, where are you at, and where are we at? It's not just where are you. It's all we're both on that same path, you know, since day one. So it's just so funny too to be kind of like, how are you? It's yes, it's so much fun. So for those of you that might not know Amel, Amel, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Give us a refresher on where you were the last time you were here and your journey to doing what you're, you and your partner are doing now, which is amazing. And we want to hear all about that and your new books and everything else. Okay. So again, thank you so much for um, this, this great chat and um, for us to touch base. So the last time, I was here with you guys. I was living in a retreat center in the Diamante Valley in Costa Rica. And I flew over there having the experience of sound exploration and therapies, but that wasn't my initial thing work-wise. Mm-hmm. And I was there for about four months uh, working with their social media to help them out and put my skills to the test in that area. And then like one of my main prayers actually at that center was for me to do my own sound exploration my um with with dermot to be able to actually bring people into a space and give them sound medicine with all the things that i had learned but being there it was a bit stifling it wasn't really supportive uh, because they did only dealt with ayahuasca and that you know this is the type of medicine some people are f- familiar with um which I had, you know, had had before um, whilst I was there. And I prayed hard whilst I was coming to the end of my journey in the forest, not knowing where I was going to go. And then, boom, oh, I'm in Chiripo in the mountains. I used to draw the mountains all the time with me in the trees and nature and the rivers. And I found myself living a life where I had been praying for, for, you know, maybe 20 years. And so we, me and Dharma decided to open up a sound temple. So rather than calling it Alma Magic Temple, it's Alma Music Temple. So being new to the neighborhood, people started coming to our sound journeys, myself, Dharma, and a lady called Viola, with multiple instruments, and I, I put in all the, the practices that I had learned throughout the years of, you know, sound, uh, the different tones, what sound actually is to us, to this space. And I've been doing it since for like nine months um, and giving one-on-one vocal lessons uh, to help people because that's another thing that I had learned within the experience uh, of having um a medicine that kind of told me this is something else that you can do um and color and sound is a very big part of that absolutely and and earlier before we we got on live you were kind of telling us a little bit about the how you came to the conclusion of the sound work that you're doing right now and and kind of vibrationally and harmonically and 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 kind of how you got to the point where 
the actual music or sound therapy that you're doing, how did you tap into all that? Well, if I was to rewind back to when I was 33 um, in 2017, it's given away my age now, mm-hmm. and uh, I was going through a lot with within my within my being in my body and in my dreams. I was astro traveling a lot. I was visiting um, planets, seeing myself as pure light and as crystal, um, off world. And then also meeting um, a man or what seemed to be a man, but very feminine and beautiful, like very tall, about at least seven, eight feet tall. And he had white hair with a silver disc on his forehead and his arms were just sort of like in his robe, like you couldn't see his arms, you know, it was like that. Uh, very regal. And he was telepathically talking to me. And um, one of the things that he was telling me is that listen to the crystals sing. And so in the dream, I was putting out my hands and I could hear them, different pitches. And then... He said, turn around and face the children. So I turned around. There were these twins, beautiful, big eyes, great, great big smiles. And he said, do the same for the children. And their bodies were also singing. And then whilst I was in dream state, I was like, why am I being shown this? I can hear the body singing. Wow. Our bodies can sing. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's harmony. It's, It's resonance. And, um, and he started saying to me, like, before before uh, be, we began as a nation and um, a race of people had existed once before before man, star children, and uh, a dawn before man existed, uh, there was a race. And um, so I'm, I'm writing this down. And um, then he was talking about we are orchestrators of our truth, conducting our every move reactive so we move the way we do which path is it we choose um and can be as destructive so sound was he was telling me that sound could be destructive or it can be harmonizing and that he was talking about the the frequencies and we are instruments being tuned so i'm like as a singer i'm writing this down i was like okay so uh, as a singer I'm, i'm being shown these sounds exist. What are these sounds? It started the journey into the research of what what these what these resonance are. What what are these resonance? Um, what are these notes? Are? I obviously started breaking down that further, and uh, that's kind of where it stemmed from. Mm-hmm. It was not from here. It's something that's ancient, so ancient. And then it obviously brought back into the ancient history. The you know words are very powerful. You know what you're saying can be very impactful. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's mantras, chants, prayers, or curses, you know, they can be words and vibrations can be used and tuned to do different things. Well, and And kirtans, that's one of my favorites is kirtans. I play kirtans for Uh, my kids. They zone out and they just fall asleep. When they were little, they just zone out and they fall asleep. I was just thinking of mantras like neural networks, like in your brain of how Zeus and some of the DMT and uh, psychedelic researchers have said, you know, you can get those pathways and it's kind of like wearing down the grass. So you keep walking in the same path and then it gets wired. So to go in and actually rewire those. So it's interesting. 
yes all the, all of those things and like for example like um om namo naranaya um om is whose sound vibration is eternal na is uh is no time or uh no mine and namo also means i give my respect my salutation nara nara Narayana means the imperishable or the eternal, which is a quality of the divine. So whatever is infinite and divine, and the other way around, whatever is divine is eternal. And um, and so what is eternal in humans? It is the soul. It is the Atman. And so here, Nara stands for the Atman. And the difference between the soul and God is not in quality but in quantity as well so it's a, like a drop it's mm. like the ocean and so you're you know you're, you're you're creating that vibration through words even simple sounds which i've i've put in in my book too so yeah and saying that with people banging on tablas and sitars going right and saying it a hundred times and with mm-hmm. a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. well, think of it. The chanting—that's where it gets. Whew, I'll think of it like intense. An, I'll, I'll give you an analogy that makes it work for me. Is it kind of helps it sink in, right? Like the music helps vibrate to then get the message across the barrier. It maybe zones easier. you out to where you get in this, a meditative state because you're yeah. saying the same thing over and over again with that frequency, and it's just like it's a brainwave yeah. state. You, yeah. you reach a certain right. brainwave state. Is that that whole like hemisync, like between your right and left hemisphere? That's a isn't feels that, like it. Isn't that something that's I, I want to say it's almost like a CIA thing of like how they do like the whole uh, remote viewing and want to get into that kind of stuff is the whole you can sync the different hemispheres of your brain, your right and left side. Well, if if you put it this way, what's come to me now is if sound is is a pattern. And a pattern carries information. And oh, if yeah. we had learned, if we had learned to dissect what that pattern is, like a hieroglyph, that's information imprinted within our cellular memory. And that can shift our state and our brainwave state. So like cymatics. Um, right. like for example, um, I've I've taken like images of the of the the brain, like the crown chakra, for example, mm-hmm. what that looks like under a colored cymoscope. And the brain alpha wave is exactly the same, like the, the same kind of pattern. And the same for like the, the heart, the heart sutra, for example, mandala is it's the same. Um, so you're creating these messages within us through sound. And that's why you, even your intent so what I mean by that is your thought is also a sine wave. So if you're coming from a place of like, I have to prove myself, the journey in itself or the sound journey is <coughs> going to come from a place of um, not of heart. There's a, there's a resonance of the heart that has like, um, that is very connected to the, the quantum realm. And it, and, it, and it is very much like if we can be in tune with the person solely, and that's one of the things that I, I I try to really sort of come into into each session um, that I'm having fun, that I'm coming of heart, and that they're bringing in the resonant tones, and I'm also going to be in resonance for everyone too. And you did mention that no one's taking any kind of psychedelic, whereas before you were working in an ayahuasca retreat center, but this 
new journey you're on is you said totally everyone comes into it totally clean and the sound is the medicine. Right. So kind of give us a little bit of what were you experiencing on those ayahuasca journeys and some of those things versus this kind of clean, just purely sound version of of therapy or right. um, sound immersion therapy, I guess is what you call uh, it. I love that question. Um, thanks, Mike. And I think from experiencing taking medicine, uh, medicine is obviously the, there's a vibration that's in this, this um, vine. There's two types of plants. And um, I would say that each person will react to it differently. There's some people that have gone into psychosis taking ayahuasca. So I would not recommend it un- unless you are completely clean and you are strong in your being. Um, you can never find the answers truly. The answers are in you. But I will read you a passage of my book because I've put bookmark. And this this book is um, The Enchanting Way, Diary of a Rainforest Adventurer, Messages from the Stars. So this was like a journal when I was living in the center of like to myself. And then also it just turned into a book. And I'll read you a little section. Um, So this is six ceremony. I've sat in nine. So I'm just going to be a school teacher. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay. So it's January the 25th. And we're gathered for a sixth ceremony and on the new moon. Everything is very specific at these places. And it's the year of the rabbit. And so we're sitting in a circle. As the sun sets and the candles flicker, we commence our ceremony. Harmonious songs fill the air, each word teaching us mindfulness and offering profound insights into our relationship with self. I take my first cup of medicine, sinking into a state of pure being without overthinking. The mind begins to like completely shut off. It feels natural to consume this potent plant medicine that benefits the nervous system, enhances brain function, and helps release stagnant energy from my digestive system. And so um, before drinking my second cup, I find myself drawn to the crackling fire. I cherish this moment to contemplate, not burdened by thoughts, simply existing in the presence. When we transcend our thoughts, we tap into the universal language of vibration. Sound becomes tangible and visible, allowing us to transcend the limitations of the mind. All illusions dissipate, revealing the enlightened essence of our inner Buddha. Wisdom effortlessly entwines within and around us. The mind, being electric, resonates with the prevailing happiness, song and joy in our environment. And we access elevated states of consciousness where our brainwaves surge harmoniously. I distinctly heard a phrase, we are both transmitters and receivers. Evidently, the DMT breaches a blood-brain barrier. And uh, one of the other things, I want to read part of the passages. Okay. A sense of melancholy swept over me as I pondered, how many more times will I return into my body, basically? Once again, my soul has embarked on this journey, yet the purpose remains a mystery. 
However, I possess some understanding thus far. Vibrational beings akin to ourselves, but existing on a different plane, accompanying us. They effortlessly navigate through realities, yet they can never intervene. This is me interacting with another being. They revealed their proximity to us, uh, coming within inches of my presence. However, humanity is closer than ever to connecting with them. We are beginning to grasp a profound compassion and kindness that transcends individuality and resonates within each of us. So what happened was that I was actually being told that um, we are very old souls and one of those experiences uh, revealed that humanity is shifting, um, but there are beings and they can't interact. I wasn't allowed to see it, but I was allowed to feel it. And um, yeah, that was that Damn. one. So when you say they're not allowed to interact, do you mean come down here and be like, hey, here's a schematic to build this thing? Or or even let us know that they're here as a part right. of the makeup. Yeah. Um, our DNA is very old. We're based with hydrogen and obviously hydrogen and water. But hydrogen has a certain memory and our ancestors are very old. I mean, 36,000 years old. Um, and we had interacted with them before. Our state of awareness has been shifted throughout our schooling, changing the way that we think, changing the way we see the world. Perception becomes a big part. So we become deluded with ideas. We hate each other. We, we you know, we, um, we love, we hate. You know, we argue and all these things are very kind of like a static, static kind of crazy energy. But what's happening is like within us, there is a technology and that's being switched on. And I was sitting there kind of contemplating, why am I here again? How many more times am I going to be in this body again in this body, but in another body? How many more bodies do I have to sit in? And then um then it kind of said, we are very close. We are this close to you. We can see you. We can feel you. But we can't intervene. And you will have your own evolution This within us. It's not outside of us. We change within ourselves. We have to realize what that is. Um, you can sing. You can look for the answers outside of yourself. But you have to go in. And that's where you have to. That's where these sound journeys take you the difference between having medicine and actual sound therapies, because that's what's happened to some of our clients. So uh, thank you for sharing that kind of the DMT ayahuasca side of things now. And you were talking to us a little bit before we went live about some of the experiences that are happening in these clean environments where, you know, it seems like a very similar type of thing. Is there, I was just is wondering happening. about the whole experience yeah. that you're saying of, are you like talking about reincarnation? Do you feel like you've been reincarnated or just, <clears throat> and not in the same physical makeup that is a male that sits before us, but maybe another format, but you're like, I've been here before. That's what you're saying? I'm not saying yeah, I, have, I could get down with that. <laughs> we have memory in ourselves. For example, the soul is in a body example i've got a cup of tea right or water if i, if I smash this right the water goes somewhere else like the soul it moves into another place right but not necessarily in this cup well, it's this, the same principle this body is a vessel correct yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um 
and I was shown that I had been in many incarnations and I've pretty much tried to do the same thing in most of my lives. And, um, and it was like rem- remembering, like in all my lives, I probably hadn't been in that situation in a ceremony, uh, revealing all these things, all these messages. And there's a lot more in the book that I, I've right. shared that I can share maybe towards the end as one more thing, but the essence of us never changes, but we grow with each experience. And it's up to us to remember what that experience is that we have to remember to help us transcend. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, but getting into the uh, non-medicine uh, type sound journeys where the right. sound is the, the medicine is the sound, which is my favorite. I prefer to have the the sober aspect of things because you truly get to go inside your being and that's something that we had lost so with the certain mantras certain attunement frequencies we play them to begin the journey and then obviously we we take them on and some people have experience where they've seen spheres uh, an angelic presence and it's moved down into their being into their body where they've had issues and it's um it's just moved through them and they felt so much better. And I was told that they had, some people had traveled to other places. Someone had an interaction with their mum to understand what had happened to their mum. All their siblings got to understand this. She finally understood. She was, I'm so thankful. Thank you. Um, and wounds, a lot of people revert back to a pain or something that I haven't really uh, acknowledged and Sound actually finds that it's like uh, like a crystal. We are like we are actually a giant crystal, and within our cellular memory, we have these impact points, you know. And it can be a little bit gnarly, you know, um, mm-hmm. where you might have incurred a trauma. And with the sound journey, you kind of in your subconscious find it again, and you work through it. Mm, that and then it's released. That's interesting. Wow. That makes sense. I mean, no, it totally does. It's I like mean, picking a lock. I was going like to say. a code. Yeah. yeah. It, the sound kind of like finds those points and blasts through that negative garbled up. It's like water. It's going to find its energy. way to that yeah. entry point and then sure. shake it loose. And That's really interesting. Harmonize with the cells in your body that are, are <clears throat> vibrating at that frequency. Yeah. And then it pushes out all the garbage frequencies out of your body. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, you you're speaking my language. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely resonating with me. I mean, and I feel like it's also there's something else that's happening. Like, I mean, I've heard angels sing. I've had my my near death experience and I I saw what saved me. And ever since then, like it shows up sometimes. And I always invite them into the space. I invite um you know benevolent beings yeah um because i've i've I just felt them and i've seen them in spaces and i i feel like they have helped each individual is able to completely shut off and then they will come in and then do the do the thing you know and, and help out as what? crazy as it may sound no 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 i don't think it does i mean i've watched a lot of very strange tales from people doing ayahuasca and watched documentary. I like experiences. I like listening to people's experience. Like if they're on a podcast talking about, you know, I did five ayahuasca ceremonies, 
and this is what happened. On the first one, it kind of went like that. I like hearing those kind of stories. Always have, especially about psychedelics or shamanic ceremonies that people go through. It's interesting to me because it's this whole hero's journey. And within that structure, that time, you're kind of going through this thing. Um, and, you know, oh, yeah. Stoner and I, perfect example. When we were in uh, <clears throat> Tribalize helping our buddy um, in Loveland, Colorado with the event Tribalize, we were – shooting a bunch of stuff and we went to this sound therapy workshop and um basically set up a microphone we weren't supposed to film anything but we were recording audio and we were getting ready to leave and she invited us in and like hey where are you guys going sit down come on come on in and it was the first time that we she had probably 10 or 15 d- different instruments but a lot of crystal bowls and was just getting those things going and we just laid there with selenite and i remember getting into a pretty i mean Totally sober, working, mm-hmm. got into a pretty high consciousness. Vibrational state, vib- yeah. And just felt great for like yeah. two days after that. Yeah. That was my first, our first kind of introduction to that. Um, Most people don't, A, know what that means to have a sound bath. No. <laughs> like, what is it? What? Is that a new, you know, How do we get more people aware of this? Is that a new center aroma from Suave? No. <laughs> But, yeah, it's just like it's such a bizarre thing for anybody that's not really heard of. I mean, again, we kind of delve into stuff like this. But, yeah, if you can actually sit there and just listen to certain frequencies even sometimes or different, you know, especially the bowls remind me of that, like listening to just certain hurts. And, yeah, Yeah. I love things like that. Or didgeridoos. That's what I like to sit there and when I used to actually just like more like meditate. Like I said, that was my favorite. I would just put on my headphones and put on those tones and get it. Because it kind of helps you just get there faster than if you just actually sit. You'll get there mm-hmm. if you're just quiet for long enough. I mean, you can do it, but it's just it's such a um, – I don't know. They go so hand-in-hand hand to really elevate that experience. Mm-hmm. But even to, like, her experience, I think it's funny because I'm thinking of, like, Leary and Alpert the whole time of, like, those guys starting off with psychedelics and then Alpert getting to the point where he was like – when you get the message, you hang up the phone, you know, when like when you've when you understand it, you you know, and then he was like, I never wanted to do psychedelics again. He met his guru and, you know, started doing mantras and figured out, oh, I can do this in this fashion. So it's really funny. I see the parallels of what you're doing yeah, Mel, totally. and kind of how they did it, you know, on a, a much more truncated timeline, too. But um, it's really interesting also because you have such quick experiences of like what one side of it was and what the other is and. You're clearly on the side where, like, I actually enjoy it with just using the music and using the tones and the sound frequencies. And I would I would say both of them are using kind of a natural magic to me, whether you're using a psychedelic or some kind of medicine or an herb or whatever it is. Um, or if you're using just those vibrational frequencies, because, again, like you said at the start of the show, of like everything's frequency-based. We think about the atoms that we're sitting on right now. They just move really slow, but they're still vibrating, quote-unquote, right? So everything's mm-hmm. still moving, even though it's solid or it's really right. strange. Right. Like if you look at some of the stone circles, with it, like the earth has actually created uh, like patterns in the earth. Uh, mm-hmm. There's different locations, like Stonehenge being one of them, or Avery. And if you look at like the flower of life depicted over on top of them, you'll see like, ah, okay, so they understood how maybe alpha or better worked because the stones in itself were certain diameter of height. So if you was to get a ruler and you you hit it at the end of the table and you move it up and down, it creates different resonance because within the within the stones there's a crystalline structure. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that 
they understood was that you could actually enhance your own body through frequency by using stones, for example, or obviously sound baths. It's like we're bringing back something that we've done for a long time and it's taken a long time to actually really get to grips with that. But I -hmm. think we're still on the edge of the technologies that the ancient had done and we're still discovering what that is you know and one of the things that I, I would say is like what if we learn how to control our resonance to enhance our hue further you know to al- align with the universe you know, the building blocks for example of carbon hydrogen oxygen and nitrogen and water um you know followed by mineral elements so everything is like on the periodic table and it's an element and an atom functions for each building block and um, so everything is moving and oscillating constantly, you know, dancing in an ever spinning wheel as our earth does around our sun. Everything is cosmic and it's happening inside you, continuously moving and nothing is stagnant. So you could sit there meditating, but there's a lot going on and you can actually go into a certain state within your the elements that's within you and fine tune them, you know. Um, right, right. That kind of, right. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you look at the um, the scale of the chakras, you know, they all have a certain color, they all have a certain symbol, yeah. they all have a certain tone. Yeah. So, you know, when yeah. you go through the ah, e, om, you know, all the, that, those are just like the frequencies of your chakra. And, mm-hmm. and everything is by color, you know, your sacral chakra lower is like red, and then it goes up through yellow, mm-hmm. and then your top is purple. So, you know, mm-hmm. I've had the experience of sound having a specific color even. Um, and obviously you were talking about cymatics and they all have a symbol. And so when you, you yeah. tie all those together, it's like, you know, you're you're literally hitting so many of your senses that you don't even realize is happening. And they're all coming together in one experience. Yeah, exactly. I love that. <laughs> you're on it. Um for example, you've got like OM, which is measured at 7.83 hertz, which is the earth. Um, GUM or GUM is 13.7 hertz. Uh, HLIM, 19.6 hertz. HRIM, uh, 25.5 hertz. Uh, CLIM, 31.4 hertz. GROM, 37.3 hertz. And Shreem, 43.2 hertz. So all these sounds are like, uh, these will help kind of align within those colors that we have within ourselves. So like, for example, like there's a G, which is the crown. You know, we're, we're built on harmonics. We, we just see ourselves as solid, but we're actually giant crystals. Uh, and when we're, I, one of the things that I got actually from one of the ceremonies is that we are born finely tuned. It's only until we grow up there is yeah. stagnation, oh, yeah. this harmonious stuff. Oh, 100%. But you can. You, I mean, and I'm working on a track. I'm working on a track at the moment where I have cultivated a surround sound that actually works with different body parts. And I'll, I'll share that later on, um, Very maybe cool. in Sweet. the future. Fantastic. It's really cool. I mean, what about uh, a couple things with your your books? Uh, the the one that you were just talking about. Um, is there anything else that you want to share from from your new books that uh, 
part of the process of, of writing it and, you know, what led you to, to doing that? Because it sounds like you've just been on a tear the last nine months. I mean, so with this book, the the concept and the idea came for me to find herbs that help brain activity, to help focus and everything. Making teas, making uh, tinctures, and I was eating a lot of the herbs that I was finding through the seasons. But what started happening was I started almost hearing a voice, know thyself, human, sitting in my garden (laughs) on my own. I, what? Know thyself. Hmm. Like, yeah, if you're going to write this book, you've got to know who you are. Otherwise, there's no point. So, okay, how does the heart work? Oh, what? That's got nothing to do with herbs. I know it does everything to do with herbs. Because what are herbs? What are plants? They're part of the cosmos, right? What about your heart? How does your heart work? So I started dissecting uh, things like how the heart works. What is the heart? And why is that significant to why these herbs work? Not only do some herbs help the heart, for example, um, but... For example, I was going into like the cellular structure of the plant lemon balm. Lemon balm helps put gamma uh, into the body. Or um, gamma biotic acid is a crystalline structure. And then I started seeing a computer. Oh, what happens when you insert a chip into mm. a system? There's a program running. What's that program? Where does the information come from? Oh, the plants have information. Mm. Oh, okay. And this is how it started unfolding. And it was knowing by it. Yes. And, I mean, you can have lemon balm because not just because it's a plant and it's green and it so happens to have uh, this, this, you know, really powerful, um, you know, acid. Um, It actually has a fundamental, deeper... uh, cosmic purpose and right. you know that 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 led me into okay okay well, what other herbalists out there well why should I write this book what makes it any different and then um what started coming up when I read the paragraph from Carl Pepper gather all leaves in the hour of that planet that governs them okay wow so I've got to integrate planets and plants Oh, right, because our bodies are cosmic. So you, st- I started mm-hmm. then aligning the planets and the plants through like a chart. So I was working out a chart. And then I'm thinking, well, how am I going to create this chart, you know? Um, and then w- how would I even know what plants would work? Does it even make sense? I'm not an um, astrologer. And then another paragraph that he had said was, let your medicine be something of the nature of the sign ascending. All right. So that's when I started putting the planets into the timeline of when certain herbs were growing and then created a wheel of herbs. And then I started expanding even more. You know, I, I looked into what hemoglobin looks like under a microscope. Mm. Have you guys seen what our hemoglobin no. looks like? I probably Holy did it one but time, probably but has. I probably don't remember. But I, yeah. I know what it does, but I, it's been a minute. Um, man, I found this book in the library. I was being told to go here, there, and everywhere, like not to find <laughs> sources. Awesome. And I did. I was like literally like a mad scientist putting this puzzle piece together because, I mean, when you look it up or, you know, find, if you find, I'm not going to give it away. It's, 
each individual has to find and learn themselves because that's what enhances your awareness. Um, but all I can say is it's magical and it's wow and it truly puts this perspective into what we are made of and why. Um, and then the last thing I, I came across was Socrates. Uh, God takes away the minds of poets and uses them as his ministers. And he also uses diviners and holy prophets in order that we who hear them may know them to speaking not of themselves who utter these priceless words in a state of unconsciousness, but that God himself is the speaker and that through them he is conversing with us. I was like, holy crap, Whoa. that's what's happening to me. Wow. So, yeah. That's what was happening to him. You know, mm. it made me feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And and so the book became what it is today. Um, there's graphs, there's there's measurements, there is going into the macro to the micro uh, in, in that book, which is very linked to music, which is very linked to sound. Mm. I mean, before when you were talking about just kind of how plants work and I can't remember what psychedelic documentary or book or whatever it was that I read that talked about plants basically being the best pharmacists and the reason why they, they may, they're the best pharmacists is because the chemicals they're creating are just sending signals they create a chemical to send a signal to the other part of the plant that's all it is that is the medicine so when you said yeah. plugging in uh, a software plugging Data. in that totally resonated with me because sense. that's how we get drugs aspirin whatever any modern medication that comes from plants um think of the microbiome in your gut and what that, that does mm -hmm. i mean that's basically the same thing it's it's a whole neural network in your gut that decides a lot of things about you and your body yeah. and your health and makes you want to eat the floor of your gut yeah it just, whatever it just it does wants. all kinds of things yeah <laughs> who knows it's it's one of those like what you said earlier too of the planets are spinning around we're going around the sun all this you know if you really look at it, everything's mm -hmm. doing this like toroidal spinning through the the galaxy as we're you know flying along in space. And even as you look down further and further to us, it's happening to us. Like it's we're just spinning and burning really slowly, but you know our hearts are always pumping, our lungs are you know we're doing the same thing. Our molecules are always just winding along. So it's just this. I don't know. It feels like whatever's happening in the universe at large is like playing out on like she said on the macro micro. Totally is as above so below. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah, I, probably a better way to put it. Well said, Bob, and exactly as above, so below, Mike. Um, one of the things that I was being told to do, okay, uh, it's inflammatory. Why is it inflammatory? Because um, of uh, a, a particular protein. Okay, what does that protein look like? Oh, wow. Is that, hold on a minute. Oh, that looks like something I've seen before. Hmm, a human cell. Hold on a minute carbon chains that create chains within themselves and carbon is the only chain that can create chains within themselves is carbon a miracle creation is that the god particle you know and and then boom another explosion would happen and i'm going into like this frantic search of <laughs> pulling, <laughs> pulling in this pulling in that oh this makes so much sense right. and then you know and then like um like the plant's protein shape yeah. is, is is essential and necessary for its function, okay, function, right, to work perfectly for us. 
So the carbon molecule form is made of orbitals. If you look at carbon, it's, it's made of orbitals, which move in a circle, mm-hmm. a bit like how our planets move around the sun, right? It's a form mm-hmm. of energy and intelligence. So carbon electrons circulate the nucleus constantly. There's a circular and elliptical or oval motion So you are probably thinking inside us is a constant movement of atoms, like a mini Milky Way. The answer is yes. So what it means is it means our bodies are full of this energy, of energy constantly vibrating, moving and dancing as the earth moves around the sun. So divine measurement, you know, is a a movement. And I'm not going to say any more than that. It's like literally a physical movement. I mean, the whirling dervishes, people ecstatic dance, they drum, you know, think Native American powwows where, you know, they're dancing and you got the drums and yeah, I mean, you're you're partying. I've been there. You can get some pretty high high level states of consciousness. What were we discussing the other day? Was it the, we were talking about a different episode of a lady talking about Jimi Hendrix and his music and you were discussing about just his Mm -hmm. Like no, there was some music other, is a religious experience, right? And just like what more he, than just what's music. actually going on there is not just music. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of like your singing bowl earlier. There's those vibrational wavelengths are so close that it's not just music. There's something else that's going on mm-hmm. with that as well. At the same time, and when you get people that kind of not kind of, but they do, they're just like they're tuned in and they're like sending directly out whatever's coming into them from the universe. It sounds and feels different. Mm-hmm. You can't get a bunch of Swedish pop writers to write those songs. I don't care <laughs> how many ABBAs and Ace of Bass are out there. Unless they, it's they're Mike not, Snow. Mike Snow is pretty good. But <laughs> I'm saying I think there has to be an, a, a, um, an agreement between that, whoever's doing that, and that song that comes out kind of even similar to the who, – who's the old blues musician? They always said that sold a soul to the devil to – Robert Johnson. There you go. Yeah. Um, Those kind of things where people are like, there's just something. Like, it's just that guy had to sell his soul to the devil. Well, he came back like no, like a year later. He's just on tune with it. Or they're so on point with it where you're like, yeah, that is just that is what it is. That's what it should be. Like, it just does something. I don't know how to express it. It's um, every thought and every word is is um, something that we're putting out. Like we're transmitters and receivers. So everything we're putting into our body is information and, and it's up to us to feed ourselves with the right form of information, whether that's through music, mm-hmm. um, whether that's through words. And the most three fundamental vibrations that humanity needs to master is kindness, compassion, and happiness. We could move mountains if we wished we could wish for peace. We can say love, but love thy neighbor, and there is no love for the neighbor. There is war because there is no compassion for the neighbor. Or And these vibrations are very powerful too, and they're tools. So music is a tool, and it's up to us to actually create that. And so this kind of like, I, I quit music. I actually stopped writing for three years because mm. I ha- I mean, I worked in the book. The book was my focus because I was coming to an inner standing of the purpose of why all these things that had happened to me. Why was I getting visited? Why was I seeing myself as a pure crystalline being? Why did I hear star child? Who are the star people? Oh, it's so old. Oh, are we coming into remembrance finally? And then 
And then very recently coming into the same kind of thought patterns, I could hear a voice, a prophecy. What prophecy? There's a prophecy. Uh, prophecy is coming. And so I, I asked, I was like, spirit, creator, if there is a purpose for uh, music and you wish for anything to come out to the world, I put my hand up to receive your message and let me write the song for it. And so I did. And then it started happening. And it's almost like the words were the vibration. The message was a part of the book. Obviously, the chapter four of my book was very important. Um, and it's, I started writing again, you know, um, for the right reasons, Perfect. crystallizing. Well, you haven't stopped doing music. You just stopped recording music. I mean, you're still doing music and playing flute and playing your but yes. it's different. guitar but it's different ukulele. When you, it's different. You know, you know it's different I, I when totally you're actually like, right? you're trying yeah. to write a song yeah. or a, a you're not. whatever you're doing. You're, you know it's different. Release the new you never EP. stop doing music, but yeah. you might stop working on it in a sort of way, but you always play it and do it and never stop. Thank you. Yeah, you never stop. No. Like, People ask me all the time, you play, and I'm like, no. And then I'm like, they're like, do you, you don't play your guitar? I'm like, I play my guitar all the time. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I don't play out. I don't play shows. I don't really play full songs. Like, I still keep myself very in check, though. I, I have to do it. You've been like, playing a lot more evolves. lately. It's been great. Yeah. Around the office, too. Yeah. I yep. want to hear more of that guitar. Yeah, uh, we'll get there. It's We're going to get it set up at some point. We'll tune in Wednesday, out. Strange Happenings. Bub's going to play a, a little tunage at the end. We'll put it in the guitar. Again. Sorry, I put you on the spot. That's it's right. happening. We can figure it out. I'm sure I can I'll <laughs> hey, find songs tonight. By the way, can we just about. take a quick chat break? Sure. Chat, what, what is happened? happening? We got Sess in the City chasing mountain builders. I saw Necro in there earlier. Julie, what's happening? Uh, we got Victor. Victor. That's Victor is one Heck of yeah. uh, Amel's friends. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. I didn't even know we had a chat for a long time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't up on Hi, the monitor, so I couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Much love. Hi, to everyone all. online. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, all one same. What's happening? All one same. Uh, I knew a lot of you guys in here would uh, appreciate this one. And and some of you guys may not have ever seen episode right. 15, our first right. episode with the Absolutely. Mouse. It was uh, over a year ago. Uh, or actually, probably right out of year. It's it's weird how they've almost all timed up, like very close to like a year out. Like, mm -hmm. very, very interesting. Yeah. But... It also just feels like, you know, how do I want to say it? It is one of those you can literally time travel. Like if you ask me, like, what do you think it'll be like in five years from now? I could probably surmise that of what's, you know, and that's what it feels like is it's almost Not just me. been like, boop, there's a year and Amel's this much further along. And we're the, like I said earlier, it's just it's really interesting because I used to use an analogy of like friends and, and acquaintances and family of like um, planets orbiting. And I was like, you know, I used to orbit just by myself all the time. And now <laughs> I orbit along and my wife and I orbit in the same pattern. And then you have friends that come around every five years and you see them and then they shoot around and do this big <laughs> ellipse. And, but it is, there's just like all the we're movement, all how everybody, like we were talking about it with the planets to us and our own bodies, to relationships, to, and I think it's just one of those Chakras. of like realizing that there is all this movement all the time. Like you're saying the vibration, even in the solid thing, but you can see it playing out on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of freaking me out now the more I think about it. Julie says she's um, amazing, such a powerful woman. 
Uh, love it. So oh, uh, yeah. some awesome comments in here. Uh, glad thank you guys you. are enjoying this one. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone for your comments. I'm glad you're enjoying. And um, I want to share something with you guys. Another little thing that came to mind. Um, have you guys read the book of Celestial Prophecy? The Celestine Prophecy? Yeah. Yes, yes. Like years ago, you know, and then I read it again like four or five years ago. Do you know there's a movie on YouTube that I, if you look, if you just type it, you can actually watch it. And yeah. it, it came up for me, and I watched it, and I was like. I've heard about the movie. I, I don't know if I've, I've ever never seen it. Seen it. To watch it. I have it's heard on, about it. It's just it. free on YouTube? thing is, they tried to get that movie made for like 20 years. And it would get what like blocked. They, or? they were just trying to get it get it funded, and, and I think finally they put enough money together to get it. That's made. interesting. Yeah, I need to watch that. Tonight. I know I've read the book. I was surprised. I was surprised it even came out because after watching it, I felt an alignment. Yeah. I actually wrote a song and I put the celestial prophecy before I even. I was really kind of like, oh yeah, there's mm-hmm. actually a movie out there, and I, I was like, hold on a minute. Wow, if ever, I think it'd be great if some people could watch that because there is something in that movie that shifts the our perception and mm-hmm. how we see energy and how we interact with each other. And I think it's a good reminder. For example, like if you look at aviatic medicine in, in, in my book, I've broken it down a bit. So you've got water principle, you've got air principle, you've got fire principle. All those things have a really big impact on the body. And there, if you look at, the actual principle of it, it moves in a torus field. Mm-hmm. It actually has a, a measurement. And, you know, resonance is found everywhere. And like a true phenomenon in nature as it links to the quantum fields. So, um, yeah, there's. it'd be interesting for people to look that up as well. Um, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Um, then, which kind of makes me bring up, and I thought about it earlier, but you were on a roll before, but we are currently, and I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag just yet, but Bub's been connecting with uh, archaeoacoustic, some oh, people yeah. that are studying archaeoacoustics yeah. and rediscovering the nature of what the heck was going on with sound and music at ancient sites. And uh, they're they're studying um, resonant frequencies in certain mm-hmm. spots in ancient temples. Um, I would love to get Emel and them connected. Hook them up. Yeah, once sure. we have that episode and kind of get to know them, totally. Um, because you know they're out there in the field, but wouldn't it be amazing to get some musicians out there and put some of those theories to test? To do some troubleshooting. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it'd be very cool. That would be remarkable i think there would be some movement in that for sure um for you to even suggest that is very powerful yeah i mean it just it just hit me because the the, you know this very scientific research is what these guys are doing i'm trying to get up to speed a little bit before this episode um but we've been going back and forth a little bit and, and it's just i mean the you know they're a legit organization doing real research on at ancient sites and, and studying these frequencies and and cymatics and measuring the frequencies and showing you like hey these are the the sounds that you know this is yeah. what happens at Stonehenge when you uh, you know harmonize with the the, the material of the stone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that go into it, like you were saying. I, I know you can drum. At the Blue Stones in the Great Pier- in uh, sorry in, at Stonehenge, 
And the way that they all bounce off in that circle and, and come back to you, it's supposed to be this really, really strange experience. But you kind of got to be in the right spot. Sure. So you got to find those spots. Well, you yeah. know, at Chichen Itza, you can clap and it it, it goes, ew, 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 and it's a bird call coming back to you. Right. And you clap and it makes this really strange bird call, basically, uh, from a jungle bird. And you have busloads of people that sit there and all clap in harmony and the sounds just come back. But it's like, how do you, you know, how do you figure that out? Are all these ancient sites attuned to certain frequencies? They are all attuned. They're, they are um, for us to find and remember. Oof. Remember our harmony, what is in a harmony, if we truly look. And, mm-hmm. and uh, try not to be so, like, um, desperate in the search. It has to just be a timing thing. It has to come because you want to. It's coming from the right place rather than I have to prove it because I'm going to get loads of money if I do it and then I show around and everyone's going to see it. It's like the intention is going to be the block. It has to come from are we ready? Are we? Uh, what are we doing is the question. As humanity, I look at ants living in Costa Rica and I'm in awe of the ants. And I'm like, if we could come together and truly work together to find the answers without hierarchy. Oh, you need a, a special past. Actually, oh, okay, I've got this person that can really help. I've got that person, that person. Let's all come together and let's work it out because it feels right to, you know. Right. Um, these ancient sites are so powerful, especially, I think, in the, the pyramids. Um, Chichen Itza. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, in Avebury, there's something in Avebury. Um, I remember seeing a light in the sky when I went there for the summer solstice. It flashed. I had like three flashes, like a torch was being flicked on and off. Mm. I was like, okay. And then some crazy things happened throughout the whole day. Birds were flying on the bus. I was seeing doves, (laughs) hawk flying past. It's like, it's like, you know, fast forward. Like when you're in a resonance, things can speed up for the good. Mm. We can... If we could all be in residence together as well, that would shift our reality as we know it. Right. It seems like we're heading. Doesn't hope, ever seem that's what's happening. Hopefully we're heading in the right direction. But, you know, it feels like it's getting better a little bit. I mean, you know, we went to a comedy show, went to Ryan Singer's uh, comedy performance on Saturday. Fantastic, by the way. If anybody ever wants to go see Ryan Singer uh, live, you totally yeah. should do it. We were dying, dying laughing. Ryan crushed it. Saw, saw some great local comedians. But, you know, just at the comedy club, you know, there's some guys that went pretty deep on some jokes. And it was like, okay, how is this going to be received right. with all the different t- – and everybody was cool. Everybody was, you know – But here's the thing. It's not always going to be everybody's cool, and that's fine too. Like it doesn't have to no, always it be doesn't. everybody's cool. You no, know what I mean? But like, for the most part, people it, get along. It will be – yeah. that's What you see on the news yes, and the wars yes. and generally people are cool as hell. The world – We hung out with I'm people. with what you're saying about the, the ants. Yeah, because I know exactly what you're talking about—the leaf cutter and the fire ants. Those things mean business, and they got a goal and an agenda, and they're working <laughs> together, and they're piping leaves back and forth, yeah. and they got a line, and you don't mess with them because you're going to get bit. 
But we <laughs> will we will fight and scrim. You know, we can't get ten people to agree upon. Hey, let's do this. It's like you know, it's going to start at infighting at group five, and they're going to fight with the other group five, and you know, everything turns into Lord of the Flies oh, by the end of it. And it's like <laughs> it is, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's that's what she's saying. Like you look at the simplicity of like working together, and you look at the chaos of not being able to get cohesion. Our gov- government, not just our government, just world, and if you want to go macro, micro, however, yeah. it's really tough to get us as a species of well, humans to agree upon just trying to elevate the world vibrational frequency yep. to elevate the happiness to elevate the prosperity yeah. to that's the hard part that's the craziest part yeah exactly that's the humanity, struggle humanity is a pandora's box waiting to explode fair enough why do you um, say that what, are... do you, what, what what makes you feel that way because we're we've been un, we've been pushed and suppressed to the point where we feel we are limited, but actually we are limitless, and we've been governed to believe we have to be governed, and oh, we've got to do something about the governments. But no, we we can just keep doing it. Yeah, we, we can, can just, just get rid of the government and and, and, and requiesce, say no, no, no. Yeah. they can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, we There's totally only a few could. of them. Almost painted ourselves yeah. into a corner to where mm-hmm. we don't realize we can get out of it. It's the whole. There was that science. That's the concept experiment. of the movie Ants. Well, going back to Ants, that experiment the Pixar where they put the jar ants, of the uh, the fleas. <laughs> they put fleas in the jar, and if they put a lid on it, those fleas only jump until they hit the lid, and then when they take the lid off, they'll never jump high enough to jump out of the container because they've been kind of yeah. trained to believe that that's the ceiling. They don't know they because they could. There's a lid on. They us, get man. trained. Yeah, that's what she's saying yeah. too. Where like. They're tamping down on the ability to say, nope, you need, you know, somebody to tell you what to Imagine. eat and where to drive. And yeah, blow the, the lid there, off. There is no lid. Right. It's open. Are you going to jump out? Are you ready? Yeah. I yeah. am. Yeah. Yeah. I can handle that. I mean, that's you're you're jumping out when you're exploring things like sound vibrational frequencies. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, definitely. in my personal opinion, sound is the is a greater frontier than even AI. I've been saying sound is the most untapped technology out there, even greater than AI, hmm. greater than the internet, greater than sound is just, there's parts of it that we don't know. I think the Egyptians figured it out. I think the Atlanteans and these cultures that, you know, we call myths, I think they had sound figured you out. You mean as like a technological yes. tool to use. As to being able to do resonate and harmonize yeah. and move giant blocks of stone potentially with sound. Sure. We're starting to break into that technology right now. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's, um, well, Tesla, you can go back to him with his little earthquake machines. He would figure yes. out resonant frequencies yes. of buildings and nearly take them down by mm-hmm. turning on a small device. So mm-hmm. there's something to it. You know, you can watch the the was the old trope is the the champagne glass with the opera singer, you know, and she sings really at that perfect pitch and the glass shatters. So, yeah, there are things mm-hmm. that once you hit that certain wavelength frequency, too, now it's actually catastrophic to it. So it's like that's an even stronger point for you. Of like yeah. you can enhance with the sound. Or you can get to, like, you are at this breaking point with this sound. How about the we, Ark of the Covenant? We, the Ark of the Covenant right. was a sound weapon more than likely. I didn't know this. They walked it's around the city of Jericho three times, and then by the third time, the trumpets blew, and the walls of Jericho crumbled. Well, So the Ark is, in that story, to me, some sort of technology, some kind of sound technology yeah. that just completely obliterated the walls of Jericho. When it's, you know, it was opened and, and 
the powers were unleashed, who really knows what it was? But to me, that sounds like a sound weapon. Too I much? Mean, um, I don't know. I can't speak to the arc that well. I, that's, <laughs> I mean, there, there is the... There was a guy mm. that I was looking at um, ancient stones, the ancient Scottish stones. That if you look, yeah, in, yeah, in the my, cairns. I've got like, I've got like, yeah, I've got illustrations of those stones, and then I've got an atom next to it. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. And um, if you just look at an energy capacitor coil. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there was a guy who had like brought back. He, it was a seminar that I watched about five years ago. It was a round circle, had a hole in the center, and he had a cone. Mm. And then you look at the ancients with the cone hat. Oh, yeah. And the, the, holding the, cone. the cones. Mm-hmm. If you look at an insect's wing, you see tiny little cones. All they do is vibrate, and it hovers. So there's there's ways that they, you can have an impact on the human body through, again, Residence is unseen. Yep. And every time we, we do our sound sessions, I have an invocation to certain toning and a certain uh, uh, upliftment and prayers that come in as well. And I'm, I put that in my music too, you know, and it's important to keep that authenticity. Like mm-hmm. remember, you know, how did the ancients do it? Um, maybe I can give that a go. Amel, have you ever heard of the, the coral castles in Florida? Here in the States. Okay, so a very interesting story. If anybody's not heard of the Coral Castles, this older gentleman over a series of years had built these massive coral, giant megalithic structures in his backyard. No one could ever figure out how. And you can go there. It's a tourist attraction. You can literally go there and walk around this place. And his neighbors swear that they would drop off these giant boulders. And in the morning, they would be completely erected into artwork. Nobody had any clue how he did this. But on his deathbed, he did say, I unlocked the secrets of how they built the pyramids. And so he never showed anybody. But yeah. they went through his workshop. And one thing that they did find were these cones in his workshop. Cones? Stone cones. What? Were a part of that. Um, and people point that to the Sumerian tablets, the reliefs in ancient Egypt where they're holding the cones with the little, the little, the, the uh, man purses yeah. that they have. The knowledge purse. Those are connected to yeah. the cone. Maybe there's a device in there. Yeah. I know Maybe that he had what, like a one ton or two ton door that was like he, he perfectly set it that you could just push fun. it. You could just push it with a finger and open this door and it would, yeah, like a, it was like a, a revolving door he had built. <laughs> It creates energy. Energy is, it could be sound, it creates an oscillating field, currents of electricity made of uh, atomic particles, forms mm-hmm. of nuclear energy in, in some ways, and it creates like an electron spin, um, which can shift matter and it can affect matter. Sure. What is matter? Everything is energy, right? Um, wow. It's all a frequency. Um, How You can, if everything else is a frequency... And you add or harmonize that frequency with a frequency that you create. Maybe it's a machine. Maybe it's a Mel's high spirit flute. Maybe it's the crystal bolt. Whatever this resonates with, if you can resonate that matter with the same frequency as the sound, then you can make things move. And you can direct that energy somewhere else. It's like a hovercraft. Yeah. Because it's that buoyancy if, in between. 
What if I was to tell you I knew someone who's actually building resonator and that could do with a little help? And this resonator would really help shift our electromagnetic field and also enhance the Earth's electromagnetic field. Because at the moment, Earth has a slightly, uh, it's off kilter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be working towards kind of like how we can raise awareness in that and who wants to help fund wise. Uh, Very cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do we by chance know the same person that's doing this? Maybe. Okay. Cause I feel like I, I know somebody that's trying to build a resonator too. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think sound is the is the one of the final frontiers of unlocking our true potential. You know, we're going to go in the direction of AI and and instead of looking inward, we're going to be looking outwards to, you know, our robot overlords to you know, <laughs> float around in our hover chairs and get it's you know, strange. Walmart delivered to our houses every day and it's getting strange. We we have to realize that for us to truly communicate with the cosmos and everything around us is through our inner world is within is not outside ai is a distraction there's an intelligence no there is no greater intelligence than than us than all sentient beings and ai is going to fail and it's going to crumble and humanity will realize very quickly that they have the highest intelligence from a place of wow we are pretty awesome that's what i believe is we can like AI is tapping into to Google as a way to gather all of its information. Like Jeff well, says, it's kind of a plagiarizing machine. It just pulls information from the entire internet. But you know, you reach a certain level, and from what I understand, and, and what a lot of people wish the direction we would go is, you're tapping into internally in yourself the Akashic records, which is beyond Google. That's where you're tapping into the ancient, ancient, far back, far back distant times. And you can yeah. pull that information yeah. instead of using Google and AI. You can attune yeah. yourself to reach into that, you know, Akashic Records, which is beyond anything that we have it is in terms of, of knowledge and information. Yeah, it is really kind of mind blowing. And I'm guilty of it, too. Just like the technology and like the allure of it and like the intoxication of like just being on your phone or social media or this like just... It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it is. It robs you of that natural magic, of that natural power, of that natural Take a walk, internal walk in ability. Right. It, do- it does. And it it almost like skews you from even understanding that. Like, in a pre- it, it's kind of like when you get older and you forget what it was like to be a kid, to appreciate just to go, you know, ride your bike or something. If you, you know, the quote unquote typical adult that's just like, oh, I don't ride a bike anymore. I'm 50, you know? No, you can go do that, man. You can go throw a Frisbee if you want. You know, you can do whatever you want. Um, I'll climb a tree. Right. You just, you lo- you lost the connection between understanding. And that's what I'm saying. Like, in another 10, 20 years, we'll even be having these kind of conversations. Will people even be talking about something at this level? Will we be so engrossed with it? Will it be so blended with us yeah. that we lose such a humanitarian part of our the last conversations that a generation has i'm not the power to change that we have the power we have the power to change that and if that's not the reality we wish it won't be you know it's it's up to us to come together and 
you know, these ideas are just ideas. But yeah, some of them are putting them into practice. Yeah. But it doesn't have to stick, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you're, you're walking down that path. I mean, you're diving into sounds and herbs and, and getting all this knowledge. Right. Of, right. you know, trying to right now high, get yourself into a higher frequency. So when it gets to that point, um, you know, I've been trying to do that for a while. Sometimes I fall back and slide back and, you know, I try to get myself back on track. But it's hard, man. It's hard. We're surrounded by a whole yeah. lot of... Distractions. Uh, you know, living in the city and just Wi-Fi signals and cars and pollution and and go for a hike. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not and, wrong. And just just take time out. And nature is the one who will be able to like really get into like those negative ions, soak them up, really be of that self, one with self, and find ways to find joy and you'll be all right. You know, we'll be okay. We just have to remember that we're not stuck. Mm-hmm. And what helps us elevate is not just the vibration is through our act, the act of, I'm going to be kind to someone because they might need some encouragement. That does a lot. That actually shifts you even more so into being that, you know, raising that frequency in that vibration. You know. Love it. Yeah. So good. I do the three things. Well, if I come home and I'm in a mood, Kim will make me do it. The three things I'm thankful for for the day. So it's usually a coffee because the coffee's always stellar. <laughs> I get to bring my dog to work. So that's pretty dope. So I get to have my dog at work. So that makes me happy. You know, just yeah. little things. But that that's another thing, too, of like just finding out how to make those moments for yourself. Like you're saying, take a walk, take a hike, take this. Make a good meal. It, it, And for some, like, okay, let's put it this way. Maybe we all know what it's like to take a hike and enjoy that hike. But again, for the average person that might be so engrossed into it to where they get to a point where they literally lose connection of like, you know, you get almost isolated into it to where like that social media becomes that's like your your corner. Like you don't know how to even get out of it almost like that's what I get worried about is like. I, people not just understanding, like, just put that down for a minute. Just that doesn't actually matter. Like, that's a whole Plato's cave of shenanigans. And right over there, there's a lovely park. Or, yeah, you know, you could uh, go take a walk around the block or, you know, go downtown or something like that or whatever it is. Be out in the woods. Like, distract exactly. distract yourself in a good way sometimes, right? Be like a child. There you go. Remember what it's like to be a child. If you feel stifled, if you feel frustrated, if you feel unhappy, think back on the times when you were a kid and you had that time just to daydream, you know, bub. Or oh, yeah. Daydream a lot. Stand, uh, you know, it's cold and it's snowing. You've got people in Estonia that are like, oh, yeah, going into ice water. And they <laughs> jump in the ice yeah. water. I've, I've got some amazing friends I see, you know, their, their videos, and they're just like keeping themselves busy, like, Nothing is miserable, even if the ice and the cold is just like mm-hmm. taking over the lakes. They would even cut the ice and get into the water yeah. and like find fun in the things. Like fun, find fun. That's good for you too. Ice plunges. Woo. Yeah, but it's true. It's true. It's manipulating things to your own end too. Sometimes of like again, you're saying you're taking this ice plunge. It's like doesn't look like fun. How did you gear your mind to make that a win? That's another kind of like really interesting 
mechanism that we all can do, but how do we rewire those, you know, dopamine hits that we get and what actually gives us that enjoyment and makes us want to go back to it, you know. Um, I think that's another one that's really it's a fine line of not like rewiring your brain too much again with with all the tech that's coming along. I've never been more worried about it, to be honest. Like in my in my perspective, mm-hmm. I find it I find it unsettling, but Maybe it's just me. It's, Maybe it's I'm just certain, getting too old. Who knows? I mean, all the message I've I've received of tr- trying to pay attention of just like where I should be, what I should be doing, and, and it's always technology is to be used as a tool. Like, do not get stuck in yeah. that trap for me. Yeah, no, you know, I, hear you. I have to do my hikes and and go see a waterfall, and I want I can't sure. function. Um, but you know, obviously, we do a podcast that's on. 10 different platforms. Right. We have Instagram. Right. We but, do TikTok. But and at we the same have, time, like if you said, hey, let's go on a cabin trip, well, we're not going to have no any phones, technology yeah. and we're just going to have campfires yeah. and make burgers and hang out like and well, around play Christmas, guitar and have fires. Like, yes. I took two weeks weekend. off social right. media completely around the holidays right. this year. Just two weeks. Didn't do anything. Wouldn't touch Didn't it. post anything. Yeah. Didn't look at any messages. Took a good hiatus. Didn't care. Yeah. We almost had a wellness check put out on us. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, is Strange, Strange Road still alive? You guys one, of the things, <laughs> one of the things I would envision growing, like, all the crazy stuff that happened in my life in 2015, my life just completely turned upside down. And I was like, is is are they trying to crack me open? Like, are yeah. they, like why is this happening to me? And I just remember, you know, internally having this dialogue of like facing myself in the dark night of Mm. the soul being in a place of just suffering and all I knew was suffering and then a voice said pain is a teacher my friend oh who's that voice what what do you mean pain is a teacher I um I have a spinal injury and I can't really move my left arm I actually can't move my left arm I'm in constant pain what do I do and then I just started you know, rewiring my mind to, okay, how can I move through this? What can I learn from this? So anything that happens in your life that is uncomfortable is trying to show you something. The more you ignore it, the more uncomfortable it's going to get until you actually crack. But you don't want to crack. You want to be like, okay, I'll get through this and I'll change my pattern. I'll walk a different way home today. I will message a friend that I haven't spoken to in a long time. Yep. I'll just do an uh, I'll just do an act of kindness to random strangers that oh you look really nice. You know, little things that you start doing and that can shift your reality a little bit more. No one is really stuck. Yes, you're you may be feeling like you're stuck working for the man. And that's what I believed. I thought, oh my God. You know, my mom would say, "Well, you've got to get a job." Mm-hmm. And I, was, I remember applying, applying <laughs> for a job in a cafe. I was like, "This is the most shittest cafe in North London. <laughs> Why am I going to do this to myself?" But I gave that a chance, and yeah. it never happened. And then another position came, and I was in another country. So you can surprise yourself sometimes, but you have to break through fear. You have to get rid of the poor me. Oh, my life is so terrible. No, if you think that it will be, you just think, okay, what am I going to do differently today? What can I do for myself that feels good? Yeah. And that's at Mm -hmm. least first stages, first stages of change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I just have such an intense critic in my head that it's very tough. Like, you know, we talked about it earlier of, you know, the mantras and, and what we tell ourselves, you know, be manifesting. And 
you know, I get told a lot of times, like, don't say that. Don't say that about yourself. Don't think that way. You know, be positive because it's more of like it's just being very hard on yourself. I've always felt like I don't ever think I'm going to be very happy with myself. Like, I'll never be like, yep, I succeeded. Yep, I did that. It's always just like, what haven't I done? What have I not accomplished? Or I haven't done this. Or I don't feel like I'm getting that done. Or I have a tough time feeling like I'm doing anything. Does that make sense? You're doing it. You're doing great things, Bob. <laughs> you're, you're awesome. You know, both you and Mike, and I I hope that you... I don't feel that way, remember, but I appreciate it. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember, like, yeah, like what, you know, what we spoke about before. It's because you were able to handle it and you, you chose that so you could realize, actually, you're never alone. You can create. There is self-criticism because this is just a template. You have been running a program you've been running just like, okay, I'll stop that and I'll start another one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, not a lot of people do that, bub. Yeah. A lot of people don't have the courage to... Completely start a new thing. I mean, you're still in the. I, I think don't know the, if it's courage or baby uh, lack of, of intelligence. You know, of just, well, just like jumping off the cliff. Yeah, and I think in some way, you know, obviously music is your gift, but it's finding a way that's not like like a Mel. You know, not a traditional way. Like I'm going to write an EP and release it on Spotify. No, I don't think that'll you know ever be I mean? how music works for me <laughs> but I necessarily. Think, but that is your gift ultimately. Yeah. Is music. I mean. It, well, that's talk- what you put the most amount of work in yeah. in your entire life right. is playing guitar right. and singing and writing songs right. more than any creative endeavor, including endeavor, including this podcast. Right. We put in quite a few hours into this podcast, which is wild, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's so funny because we nothing talked about compared it. to you playing guitar, though. Yeah, we talked about it the other day, right? So you show up at a party, I'll bring a guitar, and it's been it's happened so many times, like break out this guitar and, and it happened because we just went on a trip with some people who th- it happened with them where you know you break out the guitar and they're like great this guy's gonna play mary had a little lamb or it's gonna <laughs> suck or whatever it is and then you start playing and people just literally go quiet and they're like oh what is this and they're like dude you should be playing somewhere you should be you should be in a band or this you should be getting paid and like <laughs> i thank you it's very nice like i I get, but there's so many assumptions because it's just, you say you play music or like how long you've did. I can play guitar and sing just like, you know, you know, very well, you, you do it without thinking about it. Cause it's just, feels just natural. It's like some people might write poetry or paint a picture. I can't paint shit. I can't draw. I can play guitar. I can sing. you know, there are a lot of things I can't do. The things that I can do, you know, I don't think about them because they're, they feel natural to me at this stage. They don't feel difficult because I've put in all the hours, but it took me a lifetime. You know, it's hard to always hey, be aware of it. There is, there's no such thing as can't, but do. Right. The more you do, Fair enough. that's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could be better at those things that is, yeah, painting and what what have you. It's not, it's not a uh, an innate thing that I was like, okay, I want to try to work at, and even music. You know, I had to chop that wood for a long time before yeah. I could really play a guitar and then, you know, sing and play at the same time. And yeah. there were a lot of integrations that had to happen over the years to figure it out, you know. It's just, you know, what what you're saying, Bob, and, and, and Mike, is in a sense you just shift your vibration to yep. what your joy is. It'll make your nervous system feel good. It'll make your body tingle like the hair standing on end. Yeah. And, you know, it's just coming into harmony with self. So find 
what she's saying is find what is activating you um, and whether that's who knows what. Is it GameStop stocks? Because I think that gives you that red lines you that's an into an anger. An, not <laughs> anger. It's just more of we'll talk about that one. I, Sorry. <laughs> it's an obsession. Oh, shoot. That's more of just a a, a, a lifelong hypocrisy obsession. Oh. Yeah. You so said this, real, and I don't believe it. Watching a real so conspiracy unfold. It is in real time. It's interesting. Uh, it's a fun one. Celebrate and lift up artists. I could not agree with you more. All one same. Yeah. Well, and and even like the whole the, the the thought of well, music has to be this way, or how you know whatever sense of that. I could be very happy just playing around a campfire like we did at the Serpent Mountain thing. You know where? It's, yeah, that was fun. I can be in that kind of moment where it's just just. Having that interaction, yeah, it was fun to play in a band and do stuff like that, write my own music. I still do get moments where, like, yeah, I'm, oh, I have a song in my head. I can, I'm gonna write that down. You know, that's the one thing I will say has always been peculiar to me is like, it'll just, it just turns on. Like, there's a radio station and you start hearing music and then you're like, well, I'd rather it sounds this way. And then it just changes and you're like, okay, that's kind of nice too. And <laughs> it's interesting. You're good at it's that. It's interesting. But you don't do that enough. I think you need to do that more. Yeah. Personally. Well. Bring it on. Bring it on, Bob. I want yes. more of that stuff. You tell him. I've been trying to I've been trying to <laughs> coax and promote. Get more on the music. Yes. Wow. Well, that's a, like I said, that's your real gift. I don't know what you what makes you happy enough to want to just dive all into. And it might not be, you know, I think you thought you've taken music to a certain point, but I think there's a point with music that you haven't even seen yet that you're going to take it to. That might that get I don't me even, excited about it again. That's what I'm saying, well, bro. we got to figure that part out. Amel, help me over here. Kim, <laughs> I saw, I see you in the chat. Help me over here. Stucky, I see you in the Just, chat. <laughs> the more you do what you love, it only crystallizes even more. So it's like... A part like a manifestation <laughs> one of the things that i had given like randomly in the middle of the night was um it's like focus of intent enhances your reality to bring it into fruition of what you wish right. but you have to really see it feel it right. and like my, my actually my boyfriend have written a great song um which we'll share in the, the near future, but it, it's literally that, you know, and he's he's been toying with himself in many ways, self-doubt, but you think your way out of it. Yeah. I appreciate that. We will, we'll, we'll at some point, like, idea. go ahead. What's I just your, had an amazing Go ahead. Idea. What you got? Amel, how about this? With our sound immersion therapy tonight, we focus Bub's intention with the sound. Right. What do I have so to do you're, here? What's your intention? You keep saying, I, I don't know what I what I want to focus on, what I want to do. I, That's I your pick, intention. You have to pick something? No, you just oh. ask for. To I be, ask for intention. Or what What would you recommend, Amel? Just from based <laughs> so off did, what Bub's been telling you the last. So you know, what we do for, for what we do before we even go into the sound uh, journey is that what is the thought that comes to mind? What is at the forefront? And put that as an intention and visualize it, feel it, and just see yourself doing it. And as simple as that. And then I'll play the music and you can just revel in that imagination like you do, Bob. You cool. imagine many scenarios. That would be it, as simple as that. Cool. Bingo. I'm down with that. That sounds fine. 
and I'll do my own intention. Yeah. And, and all you out yeah. there. That's really cool. When we get to that point, we'll all do an intention. I feel like if like I that. had an analogy for it, my brain feels like a radio station that is always on like scan. And it's just like you get three seconds of the song or station, then you get three seconds of the song or station, then you get three, you know. W-B-U-B-F-M. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to the next one. <laughs> W-K-K-M-R-I. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been around you when your brain was has been a yeah. radio station Non-stop. where you've talked 24 hours straight after not seeing you for a very long time, and then you talked for a whole day straight. I've learned that yeah. I'm an interesting conversation <laughs> because I can talk to Mike and Kyle and Matt all day long, and they can handle me, right? Like, they've gone to the training school of just ADD thought that comes out of my brain. Oh, God. And then I get into conversations where people aren't well-versed in it or haven't been exposed to it in a while, and I'm like, oh, I'm a lot. Oh, we put— I'm a lot for people. Like, I say things and don't think about it because conversation to me has—it's all in conversation. Like, (laughs) there is no—the whole arena of conversation is always open to me. Like, everything is in the— Oh, yeah. It's all ready to be game. Like, there is no self. We are the only species that have this whole conceptualizing of, um, how could I put it? If you look at a dog, a dog doesn't know it's a dog. It just is. And it lives life without too much thought. It just still has its experiences and it's coming from pure mm-hmm. pure consciousness right so the less you put identity onto what you think of yourself the better you will flow with the things that you enjoy because you're not going to stifle yourself i should be doing this oh i should be more like that no you see that that's 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 what i do too boom much. that's what i do too much i'm like she's tuned in oh like, i should be doing this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah can't compare yourself you gotta find i'm not doing this your I'm not taking, vibe you know, your right. You know, your that's, groove. That's an interesting thing because I've always kind of had that quandary. Even I remember even my first couple of years of work, like uh, some of the girls I would work with because I would be like, man, like I can't because whatever. I didn't really think I was like, quote unquote, a catch. Right. And they were like, well, you got a job and you're this age. This, this, this. And I'm car. like, but I am also like failing at this edge. You know, I, I'm never going to put my pros in the pro category i will always put the cons in the con category and it reminds me of how i always used to describe a job i had where i was like you always know when you mess up they're always going to tell you when you did a bad job but they might not tell you when you did a great job and they're probably not going to tell you when you did an exceptional job and Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing probably a good just myutic teaching self-help thought i just had of like as much as i can kick myself i should probably put some positives in the positive column as well because if you're only filling up one bucket like mm-hmm. you're gonna find out real quick like it just doesn't balance out the scales real well that's interesting just just mind-blowing just be fair enough that's it fair enough just be fair enough no yeah it's really that simple <laughs> i'm down with it you can do it, Bob. I believe in you. Oh, They're all telling you you can do it. Take deep breaths to do you it. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Sticky's in there. 
egging you on. I know it. Sleeping in a wheelbarrow. So I did wife. that once. I used to sleep in a wheelbarrow. Slept on a barrel. No, I slept in a wheelbarrow. Many what you do times. is you put the handles down. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. I've yeah, slept it turns in a, into a chair. I've slept I, in a wheelbarrow um, or two. I slept in an old people's home as well in, in 2015 on a little on a tiny little couch, and then they fell off a few times. Oh know, boy, what? How did that come about? <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite jobs. I was a nursing assistant in a uh, nursing home. That was a really, really enjoyable. I'm not going to say where because I did some questionable things there. Nothing that would have put anybody at jeopardy. But that time mm-hmm. that I sang the Lollipop Guild for that man's birthday with the uh, helium balloon was a good day. Jeez. That happened. Oh, I just remember him being like, you're the oddest kid I've ever met. And I was like, I, I appreciate that <laughs> as a compliment. I'm going to take that and run. Oh, my gosh. My nursing instructor in school at the time was like, don't tell anybody that story. He's like, it's fine. Everybody was fine. <laughs> they all got snacks. Looked frown upon, maybe. No. Okay. Best job ever. Yeah. Best job ever. I knew everybody every down, like every hall, every resident. I'm sure. You know, you growing did. up in a small town, we know everybody. So yeah. it like translated to that as well. So like, you know, if they had the salon open and everybody's getting their hair done, you told them, oh, your hair looks really nice today. Oh, yep. you know, and they'd be very excited. The beauty shop. Oh, yeah. Every town had the beauty shop. Oh, yeah. That's kindness right there. That was nice. Mm-hmm. It just, I I like people. I really like people. I think we talked about it again. Like, what do I really want? Well, I like interacting with people. And again, we did something this weekend. Um, so we're on the right track with this show a little bit. Thing. Yeah. With part of what, what you want to do. I think you're doing a lot. Of, if that's part of it. This is what fulfills part of that contract yeah. for me that I need it's not all of it, with though. society. Yeah, it's not all of it. But it's it's really weird. Yeah. It's strange because of how, how much life has shifted in the last year and a half, you know, of, of going from a lot of different, you know, interaction during the day to I get maybe a little less than normal, but. It's, I don't know, it's just interesting because I never imagined that I would be, do a job for 30 years or 40 years like our parents did. You know, you punch no, in and punch out no. and said like that I can concept doesn't make sense to me. No. I can't imagine. So here we go. This is a good segue into our intentional sound immersion with Amel. Yes. Amel, uh, whatever you uh, want to start with. But uh, I think it would be incredible to get us up to speed a little bit on some of the sound therapy that you've been doing. And if you could give us a demonstration, what do you think? Sure. I'd love to. Yes. I will. I have I have my bowl and I have my flute and I do have a guitar lately. If we get enough time, I'll maybe give a snippet of a, a song that I'm working on for the album and the GoFundMe uh, aspect of things. And it's a community uh, driven album. It's not about me. It's a collective to bring in conscious music to uplift through words and meaning. So Wonderful. I'll start with a bowl. Very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you. All right, everyone. So just close your eyes and wherever you're sitting, taking a few deep breaths, deepening the awareness within. How is your heart beating? Inhaling, exhaling. Inhaling and exhaling. Just allowing this 
relaxing feeling to wash over you from head to toe. Almost like gentle rain, starting from the top of your crown, moving downwards. And as the trickling, delicate raindrops move through your being, feeling it washing away out of your toes, inhaling, exhaling, and just being. Whatever thoughts come into mind, let them just pass through like clouds in the sky. Hands heavy, relaxing your jaw, your thighs, your forehead, your feet, feeling into your heartbeat and visualizing a light of life force energy growing just fantasizing your intention, feeling your joy expanding like a screen.
Whoa. Jeepers. Bro. <laughs> Holy there was some there were some things happening there. When the bowl in Amel's voice was like that last portion there, when that harmony as they resonate back and forth. Yeah. It just like reverberates back and forth or they start, you know, getting on the same wavelength. I, I, I described that what's going on there because that was wild. Oh, that was strange. I, I completely agree. <laughs> so there obviously the, the hurts, one hurt per second. And what's happening is I'm singing on top of another wave. And within the wave, the higher frequency that I hit, there there is a lower tone. I discovered this uh, lower tone when I sing in different registers. It was kind of like discovered by accident. Um, and that is the invisible tone that can actually harmonize, synchronize through your body because your ears are hearing something mm-hmm. that's being counterplayed right. by just two, two tones. I'm actually physically making a tone with a physical bowl, and through these two physical entities, another sound is being found, the third triangle, the other aspect. Wow. That is what that is. And I use this in my attunement to find that harmony. Right? That's intense. feels very, like, like just... Clears well, your brain out a little bit. You were, I feel like you, you were doing, you were on to that the last time we had Amel on and she did a, a sound immersion for us. But I don't think you had it that tuned up. Right? <laughs> like, I feel like you, <laughs> you've taken it that to another to the level. Next level, man. Yeah. That was because it was literally resonating here around me. I'm wearing headphones. You know, it's not like I have you feel charged up Bose speakers in front of me. Yeah, yeah. But I could feel my whole head and like resonate. Yeah, humming because you can hear that lower end because she's singing the bowls are high pitch. She, but there's this lower resonating right. sound that you're hearing along with it all too. Right. But it's all overlaid. And it's, I'm glad you had that. I'm glad you had that and felt that and that you felt what you felt. This is the the magic of sound and. I'm so glad that you guys received oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And, and encouraged that on the on your show. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Anybody that doesn't, hasn't had that experience, that's what I was saying. Like, <laughs> if you haven't had that experience, like, yeah. have more of them. Go find more, you know, do this more because it is good for you, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I And we got a I lot of comments the last those. time yeah. she did the sound immersion. People loved it. Yeah. People were hitting me up. Uh, you know, my sister was hitting me up like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Like That that episode Absolutely. was so amazing. That Absolutely. sound emerged. I've never heard anything like that. Um, boy, yeah, you're on to something here. Yeah. Big time. It, they can experience it if they come to Costa Rica, Chiripo, and for in person, if they want to come away on a holiday, go. you know. And, you know, I do vocal activation classes, so it would be like a, you know, killing two birds with one stone experience. Right. Fantastic. Yeah, and if you haven't gone, Costa Rica is fantastic. I mean, that that that's such a cool. I, I couldn't imagine because like that would be coupling so many things together mm-hmm. of just great food, great wildlife, great just visuals and just sounds and just you know, I I still really have to go back like more than once. There is 
<laughs> there is a another little thing that I want to share with you all. And um if I have time, I'd like to play something on the guitar lately. Yeah. Um it's it's a part of what we do because the words that have been coming through has actually been from spirit or from the cosmos. And um, I won't sing the whole thing because obviously I'm developing everything. I want everyone to be involved and excited and come on board um, when we when we launch. So I'll just give you a little sneak peek. Do you want me to play the flute still? Yeah, we have plenty of time. Plenty of time. If you would like. No pressure, but we're, we're loving it. I know of I am. Course. I know these guys are all out here yeah. loving it. It's, it's lovely to share. So uh, let's see. This is what I do in the studio, one ear on, one ear off, so yep. I can really hear myself. So I've been playing this guitar lady for a very short while. So bear with me if I make a few mistakes. Human vibration of waves and streams of all things, a spectrum of colors we've exploring expressions of emotion melody reflecting moving in spaces we can't see we are the race of colors we are our god consciousness we are the light bomb brothers and sisters of luminous. We are the race of colors. We are of God consciousness. We are the light bomb brothers and sisters of luminous. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, Very man. nice. That was so cool. Wow, you can, I mean, that thing sounds great, too. I like the tone on that. That's a yeah. really, really nice sound. And you said you've only been playing that for a little bit, like uh, a few months? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'd say about five. Sounding great. Yeah, it sounds Love that. Nice. So you're working on a, uh, trying to put together an EP or an album? You're working on some a few songs? It's not I'm trying, it's just happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is They're a just choice trying to write that themselves. was made for me. Yeah. <laughs> so my partner and a friend of mine who is in a band himself had encouraged me song after song to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then each song that I had sang in, you know, kirtans and in our ceremonies and events, they've had a big impact on people. And they're like, oh, when are you going to work on your album? I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Okay. And then every time I'm just in resistance slightly because I'm not chasing anything, but the songs want to be heard. Yeah. So the fact that they want to be heard and people are enjoying them, I'm going to create mm -hmm. a community uh, project for people to come on board to contribute. And it's up to the community and the people for it to get out there to the world. Because in the music industry, it's more challenging for an artist as a solo artist to get their music out there. And I'm not there to be a solo artist. Right. I'm, I'm to be a representative 
of awakening change, transformative music for change, for the better, for positivity. And that's kind of what I'm putting together at the moment. Love it. That's really cool. Well, the songs want to be written. You might you might as well write them. You know, put it out there. I'm enjoying it. Whatever comes out of this project, I know I'll be ready to listen. Uh, and right. we do have time for the high spirit flute. If you wanted to still play that, we're all ears. Yeah. You guys having a good time out there? I know. I know they're loving this. I know Rello's loving this. Just, Rello's just chilling. He loves it. He just wants a lap. But <laughs> I'm digging it. I love the flute too. The flute's like so like laser focused. Oh, I love the flute, man. Especially that guy. It's so crazy. Now through our breath, we create form and which is sound in the high spirit fruit. flute is um, this one's made from the cedar tree. There is a, someone I know who actually makes flutes out of a, a tree that has been hit by lightning and uses the tree uh, wood to actually make his flutes. Very cool. um, I think you can find, if you're in the States, you can buy, is it Lone Bear's Arts Flutes? If you're interested in getting a great instrument that's yeah. finely tuned. Absolutely. So here we go. Just close your eyes. We'll keep them open and just take a deep breath in and out. With all the noise around you, wherever you are in the world, just let that be happening. Inhaling, exhaling. Allowing your hands to completely relax and feel the tips of your fingers. I want you to focus on the tips of your fingers. Inhaling and exhaling.
Whoa. Jeez. Wow. Love flutes. Wow. Hello. Oh, wow. And that one particularly has a magical sound. That sounds so good. That flute is incredible. It I know you have like a, low rumble edge on the bottom <clears> of it. <throat> like so, it reminds me of the bowl of how it has the yeah. you know multiple frequencies. Yes. Yep. Yep. Man, that's wild. So I was like, is it just me? It's not just me. Well, ancient people, man, they these flutes. They knew you know, what they, they were knew doing. what was up. They knew it wasn't just right? music too. They knew no, it was no, and I would agree hundred percent. That's music, but it's much more than music. They, yeah. It's kind of like your method. Your, your, well, your reference of food being like almost like a download. That's almost like a download. Yes. Doesn't yes. just feel like music. I got it's downloaded. So. <laughs> My brain feels full of. I got downloaded. Many I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad that the that you uh, asked for me to play, and it was a pleasure to play. Oh, fantastic! With you guys. Yes, we we love your. Abilities. I feel like we're spoiled creativity. every time. I know. Right. I know. It feels like we rob the rob the fun bank. Yeah. You know. Give me everything. <laughs> Give me the flute. We get Give me the guitar lately. <laughs> Give me the singing bowls. One at all. Give me all. Yeah, you had snippets. You had little glimpses of each thing. It's great. I mean, it was lovely to share it. Well, uh, now I understand. Of when are you getting the album out? Yeah. Right. I yeah. get it. Imagine of everybody that's asking you that, going, "When's the album?" And you're going, "What are you talking live. about?" <laughs> I get it. I get it. They, you know, they, I get now what Mikey's saying too. They look at it and they go, "Why aren't you?" And it's like watching a, a bird fly or a fish swim. Like you know, it's it's very natural. So, oh, thank yeah. you, Bob. I like that. absolutely. Honestly, said thank you. Oh man, this is great. I knew it would be. We've been stoked since we started putting this together last week. Yeah. And we were going to do a recording. Just so you guys know out there, we were supposed to record this on Thursday and do a premiere today. Thursday uh, or Friday? Thursday or Friday. Whatever it was last week. week. And uh, I don't know if you were getting weather, but uh, the internet and power was going out where you were. And so we decided to reschedule mm-hmm. it. And it was like, hey, live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're available uh, on Monday. We could do a live stream, so it worked out. Just keep trying. All of you guys work. out there, um, yeah. Special treat. Live. Oh, treat. I'm so glad we got to do it, and everyone else got to tune in at the same time. Absolutely. Oh yeah, you can't beat it. Can't beat it at all. Um, but yeah, you guys are awesome out there. All one same. Who do we all have in here? Victor. You guys have been hanging out with Bub's wife. I don't know how to um, say that one name. Insay. Insay. Is that someone you know, maybe, Amel? At the end there? <clears throat> is your music on Spotify? Well, I'm grateful to you. Oh, yeah. yes. Good question. It is. It is. So I have uh, my music on Spotify, uh, Amel Michael, uh, without Luvia. And um, there's some stuff on YouTube if you want to see some of the videos. But there will be more in the works, um, which you can. I actually post a lot more on Instagram. I'm very active on my stories. I am active with people that reach out to me. So if you want to DM me, please, you know, reach out. I think it's important that we don't turn anyone away. We're here to be kind, communicate, and connect. Very well put. Fantastic. Uh, And also let everybody know where they can get your book. Yeah. Um, If there's Uh anything else that you want to plug or have coming up or want to promote, please do. So I have several books on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon today and type in ML Michael, uh, you may come up with some songs. But also if you want to be really specific, you can just type up 
where the world hopes grow and what is of the universe and type in my name and Olivia Michael and also with this one here the enchanting way diary of a rainforest adventurer and messages from the stars you can actually find my author profile and you'll see I've got coloring books wellness coloring books and some poetry if you want to just you know keep yourself occupied if you're in the office and you want to you know escape the world I, I kind of did that for those who might need it because I used to do that back in the day Awesome. Great to go, guys. And all those links are in the description. Go check those out. Go connect with Amel. Um, you know, this has been a fantastic episode. Amel, Absolutely. is there anything at all that you want to leave with our guests? Uh, any particular message that's been coming very strongly through? I know we went, over, went through a lot, uh, but the floor is yours. Don't overthink. It's okay to do nothing sometimes. Try not to get angry with yourself. If you find that you've got a lot in your mind, just go on a walk. Take your shoes off and walk on the earth, no matter what the weather. Be kind, be compassionate to your friends and family members, even to those who may have hurt you in the past. Learn to forgive. And it's okay. And I just want to say thank you so much to uh, the Stranger Road podcast um, on YouTube for having me, but also having many other people on their platform to be advocates for change, to encourage people like me to have a voice. I'm truly honoured to you both, Bob and Mike, and to also your team back there who is doing an amazing job. Thank you. <laughs> um, also, um, thank you to my partner, Dermot, who has been my rock. Dermot, uh, I love you very much. <laughs> oh, yes. Shout out to Dermot. Oh, yeah, and oh, to yes. my family. And to my family. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it takes everybody. Yep. I mean, it's there's a lot going on there. You need a lot of support right. to pursue your passions and dreams right. and to get on a path like Amel for sure. Yep. Um, gosh, this has been awesome, guys. Uh, we appreciate you so very much. Absolutely. Thank Amel, you so much, Amel. Luvia, Michael, everybody. Thank you again. <laughs> and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to do a quick outro, but we'll come back and chat and say a proper goodbye. Thank you so much. Bye, Mel. Bye. <laughs> there you go, guys. Man. So there we go. There you go. Sometimes it's like nailing Jello to the wall to get the just to get the date down. Not with just her, but with other guests. As well, we, we just it's not all on her. It's, it we've had some you know yeah. tricky situations here and feeling like we're playing podcast twister of trying to <laughs> red hand on yellow, left hand on you know blue. And it's a great way to. Describe it is. It's been in podcast twister. You what a bub. Well, and we came was. out of the holidays, and you know I yeah. I, I got yeah. sick over the holidays, so it's been. It's yeah, been did. almost since like mid December. Well, we have it live since we felt like we were like since Halloween. Da, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's been a minute since we've had a live show like this to have a guest on as yeah. well. Like it was really good. Killer, I'm sure that episode. I'm sure, and just from the chat going off, people loved it. They really enjoyed yes. the performances as always. Which yep. obviously, I think if we're sitting here enjoying them like we are, you're at home. You've yep. got to be having a good time. That's so cool, no doubt. And check out. Amel stuff. Check, Check out, out her Instagram. Books. Like she said, that's one yep. of her most active sites to mm -hmm. uh, get some traffic and uh, throw her some comments, throw her some likes. Yep. And uh, check out her work. Absolutely. And check out the creators that are always coming in and stopping by. We got yep. Burton from Local Legends, Necromechanimal. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram. He does all kinds of dope art for our show and other people throughout uh, the podcast verse. And uh, I know there were some other people that I'm I'm not sure that were in there. But uh, all you guys out there chasing mound builders, 
Born Not to Run, anybody watching, listening, uh, in whatever country you're in. Uh, we appreciate you. We know Ohio's been bringing it strong lately, uh, California, Washington, New York. That's wild. All the states where, you know, we seem to be getting a, a lot of traction. All you new listeners, thank you yeah, so, so very by. much for coming and hanging out with us. We're trying to bring you amazing people uh, like Amel, and uh, we're all over the place. We're not going to do just one thing. I'm no. sorry. If, if, yeah. you, if you came uh, to, you know, we have lots of cryptid episodes. We have lots of paranormal episodes. But if you came just for cryptid, sorry. Yeah. We don't do just one thing. We're, yeah. we're all over the map. But we hope a lot of you guys stick with us through these episodes. And we just continue to po- follow our passions and what we're interested in. And hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You guys know what to do. Uh, write those reviews. Like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell here in uh, here in YouTube. It is so very important. Uh, follow us everywhere else, and don't forget Frogman Fest, guys. There That's you go, March Got the flyer, March second, Loveland, Ohio. Great little spot. Shut You've up. Never seen what's that? Alien lobster. Sorry, but are you really an Antarctica alien lobster? If you're not in Antarctica. <laughs> Hello from Antarctica. We're going to need proof of you being in Antarctica and being at the pyramids of Antarctica. Absolutely. Uh, Frogman Fest sponsors our Loveland Magazine, Small Town Monsters, Holly Who Art, and that's right, baby, The Strange Road. Heck yeah. Uh, Some of our friends are going to be speaking there. James Willis, Jeffrey Wilson, uh, Ashley Hilt, all of them will be speaking. We're not sure what their presentations are about, but that's part of the fun of it. We're going to be out there. We have a a vendor booth, and uh, we're also going to be helping out in the AV room, uh, making everything look and sound great in there. Looking to crush it again. Yeah. So we hope to see you. Make it enjoyable. Come on out. Bubble talk your off going to get at it we're signing out much love again to stoner and disbro and all of you in the chat they're the best peace love and chicken grease say good night rollo we're out oh and i almost forgot say good night bojo good night, good night buddy <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he, sleep good tonight he was trying to get on my lap during the sound bath he was like let me get up there <laughs>